please pray with me three times. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we thank you for choosing the Blessed Virgin Mary to be the mother of your Son and our spiritual mother. We ask for an outpouring of her grace that she received to go serve and to proclaim your Son's greatness, to show that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and to point everything she did to him. Mary, please be a mother to us right now, for we make all these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Three men walked into a hotel, heavily intoxicated. And it was the end of the night, and the clerk at the front desk was kind of sad because he had to tell these three men that the elevator was not working. And the three men said, oh, it's not a big deal. And the clerk said, yeah, it is. Your rooms are on the 45th floor, so this is a very big deal. And they said, ah, no big deal. We can take it. He said, well, if you wait 15 minutes, the, the elevator um, technician will be here pretty soon. He's going to fix it. And they did not want to wait. So one of them said, for the first 15 floors, I will sing happy songs. And the next one said, well, then for the next 15 floors, I'll sing sad songs. And the last guy said, well, for the last 15 floors, I'm going to tell a sad story. So for the first 15 floors, the first man was singing happy songs. And they got to the 15th floor. As they go to the 16th floor, the next man sang sad songs. And as they got to the 30th floor, into the 31st floor, they looked at the gentleman who was supposed to tell the sad story, and he looked at them and said, I forgot to bring our key. And I bring that up because that is so us as Catholics because often we do so many things, so many good things. We have happy stories, we have sad stories, but sometimes we forget the key to it all. And the key to it all is Mary. Hopefully we all know that. And we have to know also that Mary never detracts from her son Jesus. So if you um, know Mary more than you know Jesus, something's a bit askew there. Mary always leads to her son. And as we celebrate the Assumption of Mary, I just want to quick read a couple things um, from this book called 33 Days of Morning Glory, which I'll talk about more in a second. But what it does say is that Mary's specially appointed task in the work of salvation does not any way detract from Christ as the one who perfectly completes this work in himself. That Christ shares the work with Mary and all of us shows forth its greatness. In the Catechism, and also in Lumen Gentium, which is a Vatican II document, which I highly, 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 highly recommend reading, it says, Mary's function as mother of men in no way obscures or diminishes the unique mediation of Christ, but rather shows its power. But the Blessed Blessed Virgin Mary's salutary influence on men flows forth from the superabundance of the merits of Christ rests on his mediation, depends entirely on it, and draws all its power from it. No creature could ever be counted along with the incarnate word and redeemer, but just as the priesthood of Christ is shared in various ways both 
in his ministers and the faithful, and as the one goodness, goodness of God is radiated different ways in his creatures. So also, the unique mediation of the Redeemer does not exclude, but rather gives rise to manifold cooperation, which is but a sharing in this one source. So hopefully, you maybe heard what I said, but it says that Mary never detracts from her son, nor does it detract from her son when we also cooperate with God's grace. And when we look at the assumption of Mary, which is her being assumed into heaven, taking that last earthly breath, and actually not dying, but actually going into um, a deeper sleep, like we hear about Adam going into that deep sleep, and out of his rib is taking, is taking Eve, Mary becomes the new Eve as she takes up the obedience. Instead of being disobedient where Adam and Eve were disobedient, which makes Jesus the new Adam. And these are things that our, the church fathers always talked about. And Mary is so, so frustrated. You can, you can tell because we've never had more Marian apparitions. And the reason why we have Marian apparitions is because she was assumed, so she comes to us in body and soul. And she's warning us for the past hundred years. We've never had more Marian apparitions. We even have one just a hundred miles away, just north of Green Bay. And she's always telling us, come back to her so she can lead you deeper to her son. And we always know she'll never detract from her son. That's so important because so many of our Protestant and evangelical brothers and sisters accuse us of this. You Catholics worship Mary. Yeah, I wish that were so because we don't, but I mean it might look like that, but sometimes things look a little bit different than you perceive them to be. So, for example, we have a statue of the Blessed Virgin to my left. Whether it is a picture to my right or a statue to my left, it reminds us of the importance of her yes, which ultimately must become your yes and my yes. Because we have to say yes to let Christ into our lives to say, I am giving complete control away, and Lord, do with me what you will. Be it done unto me according to your word, not my own. And she abandoned herself completely to God's will. And that's what all of us are supposed to do. But if she's the one who did that perfectly, why not ask her for help? Why not ask her for her intercession? Why not ask her for help in our troubles? Because I said, she is the key. So whatever you are struggling with, whether it's insecurity, confidence, addiction, when you're in your room, you look at nasty stuff on the internet, you have a foul mouth, You struggle with anger, impatience. The list goes on and on and on. Mary is the key to getting you to her son faster. And she's asking us, as we celebrate the assumption of Mary, have a life-changing assumption. Leave here with a deeper desire to recommit yourself to her most immaculate heart so she can lead you closer to her son's most sacred heart so you can know how much he loves you. And how much you don't need those things of the world. You don't need to live under the pressures of the world anymore. Because as Jesus conquered sin and death, in that statue to my left, she is shown to be on the head of the serpent as we heard in our first reading. Because the disobedience of Adam and Eve, of Eve, was undone by Mary, the new Eve. 
And that's what she wants in you. She wants new life in you. She wants new life to breathe through you. The question is, do you want that too? Do you want a deeper understanding of her son's will for your life? Are you sick and tired of, of, of being sick and tired? That is really the question. Because she is the super highway to Jesus. And the more and more we consecrate ourselves to her and trust in her as the ultimate disciple, we'll begin to see that we should have done this a lot earlier. And I talked about this book, 33 Days to Morning Glory, which is about consecrating yourself to Mary. And this is something I did seven years ago for the first time. And immediately when I started doing it, I had no peace. And sometimes we think the only way that God can work through us or to us or in us is if we have peace right away. But we have to remember that Satan hates you. Satan does not want you to know the power of the Blessed Virgin Mary bringing you closer to her son because he can never conquer her. He can never beat her or her son. And he's always whispering little lies in your ears. You're not lovable. It's not really worth it if you keep going to church on Sunday. Avoid confession. You don't need that. That's not really forgiveness. That doesn't work anymore. You know that little sin you commit when no one's looking? Not that big of a deal. No one will catch you. And those little whispers go on and on. And the Blessed Virgin Mary is asking us to rely on her power, rely on her grace, because she is full of grace. Because she points to her son, even her Magnificat says, My soul magnifies the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. She's pointing everything to him, everything to God, everything to God. And that's what you and I are supposed to do. But if we do it through Mary... It's an easier path. And as I consecrated myself to Mary that first time, the first two weeks were hell. It sucked. But eventually, as I got to that 33rd day, went to confession and said, I'm here to consecrate my life to Mary. I'm here to consecrate everything I am to the Blessed Virgin Mary. The amount of peace that I received made me want to say the same prayer. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. Let us make Mary's Magnificat be ours. If you want to buy this book, again, it's 33 Days in Morning Glory. You always consecrate yourself on a Marian feast day, and mine is the Assumption. That's why I wear this bracelet as a reminder that I'm chained to Mary. I need the Blessed Virgin Mary, just as her son did in the plan of salvation. So what is holding you back from letting Mary unlock that lock on your heart? Because she is the key to letting her son sprout that grace in your heart and setting you free from whatever darkness, whatever trial and tribulation you're going through. And place that on this altar. Place that on the patent. Place it in the chalice. So when the priest says, this is my body, we say that back to him. And we give praise and thanks to the Blessed Virgin Mary for saying yes to the angel Gabriel. To teach us to not focus on ourselves. To bring us a savior as she is assumed into heaven this day as she is every day. 
Let us place our fears on this altar and leave here changed, leave here transformed, so that Mary may be a mother to us instead of those things we turn to that lead us away from Jesus and make us feel like we're not worthy of God's love. And let us pray one Hail Mary, asking for her intercession to change. So we can say on the Feast of the Assumption in 2018, on August 14th, my life changed forever because I let her in a little more and she is that super highway to unlocking all the grace of Jesus in my life. As we all pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.